0: Kindness Can, the podcast, with radio personality Jane Lindley-Thomas and psychologist Paul Bushel. Because every act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can change lives. In this series, Jane and Paul hope to enrich your life by giving you practical tools on how to be kinder in your relationships with yourself, with those around you, at home, work, and in your community.
1: Welcome, everyone, from myself, Paul Bushell, to the Kindness Can podcast. We have a very special guest with us today, and over to Jane to introduce.
2: Okay, Johnson from Mango Group. One, two, three. Let's welcome Claire. (laughs) Hello. Hello, my darling. (laughs) Oh yeah! You got the heart I made you.
0: How incredible! made this for me several years back for uh, splashy fan and i treasure it and it's on my dressing table i see it every single day of my life well, guess what? <laughs> because
2: i got mine too
0: <laughs> oh, <fantastic. laughs> oh that's
2: beautiful oh it's so <laughs> lovely to see you and thank you for joining thank us you. it's an absolute joy having you with uh, us today Kev. thank you so much gosh mango groove you joined mango groove at the age of 17 years old where has the time
0: gone? I w- I was once seventeen years old, yes.
2: Um, so
0: yes, I was at school and I joined a band. And my mother was amazing and supportive, and that was my the beginning of my my journey, I guess.
2: So we want to highlight stories of kindness and unity and just great South African moments. I mean, I'm sure looking back on your career, there must be so many beautiful stand up moments.
0: Um, millions.
2: Funny enough, some of the most special and
0: moving have been here at home because home is really. I'm going to be cheesy here, but home is where the heart is. And it's South Africans who got behind us um, incrementally at the beginning and gave us the courage to do what we do, to take our music abroad, even. I I think, you know, one of the obvious ones that comes to mind was the um, inauguration of Nelson Mandela in 1994. That was an incredible moment, burned into my brain. And everything about it, you know, the flyover, the new flag, Madiba himself, that amazing human being, and the enormous audience at the Union buildings, and just that sense of pride and passion and possibility, that word possibility. And I think we need that word back in our vocabularies again. That's, for me,
1: a very important word. It wasn't always so easy, though, I imagine. Uh, I went for a run this morning, and of course, I listened to Mango Groove and Claire Johnson booming in my ears. Um, and, yeah, and there were moments of just like tears rolling down my cheeks because wow. each song that I, that I put on, the message is just so much about possibility and hope yes. and togetherness. And a thought occurred to me that you became the soundtrack for that transition from some very dark days in our history to a moment of stepping into the light uh the wonder child of the world and I think Mango Groove was so much the soundtrack of that but I I thought to myself there must have been some moments where there was resistance to that and criticism to that and I wondered how you kind of managed to keep your head up in spite of that
0: well I can you're absolutely right and and thanks for the lovely lovely words there but you're right about it not always being easy you know, for all sorts of reasons. The music we were playing wasn't fashionable at the time, not to mention the fact that we were a, a multiracial or non-racial band of varying ages. I, in the beginning, was the only girl, which was, uh, which was fun. And um, yeah, there was, there was resistance to what we were doing. And I suppose, as, again, as I say, speaking for myself, I was so young, and when you're young, there's a funny sort of bulletproof thing that you have, which is very powerful. But I think back to, you know, those very early days when I joined the band at 17 and Mickey Bilacazzi was 64. He'd served in World War Two, in the entertainment corps in World War Two. And I was this whippersnapper. And I think about how he must have experienced things so differently. You know, for me, my life was beginning. My life was full of, again, that word possibility. And his was um, his was winding down. And he was a black man living in apartheid, South Africa. And I think then, you know, there again lies the sort of, sort of magic of what Mango was able to do. You know, music can do what politicians will never ever succeed at doing. It can bring people together. It can unite. makes us see the good. And um, Mickey being 64 and me being 17, that made a statement. That made a huge statement on, on stage. And um, I, I just love that. I,
2: I, that for me sums it all up. Look, it's no secret that the entertainment industry can be quite hard, quite rough, yeah. and quite dog-eat-dog. You know how how was the experience being the seventeen-year-old coming into the limelight and sharing covers of magazines and stages with some of the biggest artists <laughs> in South Africa and the world has ever known? Yeah, I know. It,
0: it was. You know what happens though is it starts slowly, and you know the first four years were quite tough. We, had, we did have a couple of record deals. None of the albums ever got released. We had the odd single on the radio, which was always extremely exciting to hear yourself on the radio, as you can well imagine. Um, and then the big break happened in 1989 when we had a big budget to record a big album. And no one was more surprised than us when the album went as big as it did. We were, we were absolutely gobsmacked. And um, at that point, things started to really really roll quickly and then it was the magazine covers and all of that and and then what starts to happen is you start this is going to sound terrible you start expecting it you start thinking well this is the norm this is how it's going to be all the time and of course the music industry is a roller coaster and you have your ups you have your downs and you've got to be prepared for the downs and that's something no one really does prepare you for and when things happen at a young age it's it's quite scary actually was the album home talk It was no, it was actually this is a word I learned quite recently. Eponymous. The eponymously titled, i.e., the same name as the band, it's just called
1: Mango (laughs) Crew. Yeah.
0: That's the one with special star, hellfire, dance and more. Oh my gosh, hellfire. (laughs) Hellfire.
1: Hellfire. We will
0: (laughs) we will sing those songs again. We will all sing those songs again together at a live concert sooner (laughs) than we realize. I promise you. I can feel it.
1: Yeah, so yeah, on that note. How have you been doing during lockdown? What have you been doing to stay oh,
0: up? Stay sane? Well, let me introduce you to someone. Hold on one second. I have with me, <laughs>
1: Yes. And yes! <laughs> <Penny>, the Wonder Pug.
0: <laughs> now, I have to say pets, I have another rescue as well called Cloudy. That's helped keep me sane. I mean, especially that, this initial, that initial month where we weren't even allowed to exercise. That was quite brutal. Um, I'm finding exercise a salvation. Morning walks, I think they're keeping me sane. And this, this is, this is wonderfully therapeutic. We should do this every day.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs>
0: because it's that it's that connection. It's the connection with people and um, that we desperately need. We're social creatures. And you know, this is so hard on us. I mean, obviously economically, but psychologically, it's massive. Mm. And so yes, my, my doggies have been quite a salvation. And and friends, staying in touch with friends. Even though you can't really see them
2: often. I have to ask you though, what is your most favorite Mango Groove tune? I mean, you probably get asked that 100,000 times. But is there one particular song that you find yourself singing in the shower? Because <laughs> I know that I have one. <laughs> I want to hear all about that. You know, I have, this is really. I have. No, no, no. I
0: have, <laughs> I've never sung in the shower in my life. Not once what? ever. I, I'm going to have to try it at some point. Have, have you, all of you, sung in the shower? Well, it, I, was, yes. I, was up. Booming,
1: I was booming off Mango Groove on the streets of Durban today. So it might not be the shower, but people in my neighborhood heard my croaky voice. Okay. Booming Mango um, Groove. Um, but tell us your um, favorite oh, song.
0: My favorite Mango Groove song. It comes down to special star. Now I went through a phase where I hated special star because everyone always wanted us to play special star. And when you're an artist... And a youngish artist, and you don't really have a sense of perspective about these things, you get to a point where you record a new album and all you want to do is play the new material. You don't want to play the old stuff. And now I'm older and wiser, and I realize how lucky I am to be associated with a song like Special Star, but just makes everyone so makes people happy. Now that that is such a that is
1: such a, a joy to me, to be honest with you. Well, music evokes such incredible feelings in people. And connection, yeah. like you spoke about earlier. And my wonderful sisters joining us from, from Australia, Melbourne today. And I remember oh, when I was it. visiting her her last year, and in her gorgeous apartment in Melbourne, around the coffee table was booming Special Star. And it just evokes that feeling of home. And I'm sure everyone starts nodding when I say it. It's a piece of, <laughs> of home. Um, yeah. And so I think in, in the comments section here, everyone just writing, I love Special Star, Special Star xXx. But a song that I, that I wasn't familiar with until my run this morning was a song titled Kind. Tell us about that song.
0: Ah, now that's a very, I'm glad you, you've heard that. That's a, that's a recent song that was recorded in 2016. It was very much about my, uh, John, my ex-husband, founding member of Mango Group. He and I were going through, going through a divorce basically. And it's about, it's a little bit about that. It's a little bit about how to be kind in your personal life, be kind to yourself and I think once you've been, once you're kind, able to be kind to yourself, then you're really able to be kinder to other people. It's got to start with yourself. It really does. It sounds selfish, but actually it isn't. Until you can nurture yourself, you're not going to be strong enough to be of any use to anyone else. To be perfectly honest with you. So, yeah. So preach kind is. It, <laughs> 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 oh, I will <laughs> absolutely. So, um, yeah. Kind is. It's, I think it's a beautiful song written by John and um, very personal but also it's one of those songs that can be applied universally
1: too. I think one of the the, the lyrics, and I, I won't get the quote of them exactly right, but it reminded me of the fact that you can hold so many feelings at the same time. You can make bad choices. Yeah. Sometimes you can say it wrong. You can make mistakes, but through all of that, kindness is just such a powerful way of getting through it and making things ah. better. And, and I, I love the fact that the song picked up that ability that you can, hold many things all at once and it's a big theme of kindness can so I just I love that
0: no you're absolutely right the lyrics I think are you can be weak you can be strong you can be right you can be wrong but you've got to be kind and that is it is it just does it's a wonderful way to live and difficult sometimes when we go through difficult times being kind doesn't come as easily
2: and that's when you need it the most actually we always say if being kind was easy everyone would be doing it right it's a very good point That's a very good point. Can we go back to Madiba? Because obviously being in the month of Tata, tell us about an experience of being in the same room or a moment with him. Well, I was lucky enough to meet him several times. The first time was before he was even
0: president. It was at a function. I was with Dali Tambo. And next thing I'm being introduced to this magnificent statuesque man. And I sort of just looked, I remember looking up and just being absolutely gobsmacked. And everyone, when they first meet him, reports that feeling of just being overawed and there was like a gentle strength. Yeah, you know, Again, the word kind. It, it came out of his eyes, emanated from him, that sort of kindness. So that—that that is another moment that will always stay with me. And then, of course, the day of the inauguration was another time. And then doing the anthem at the rugby one time, I came off the field and there he was. He was standing at the side and I got to say hello to him again. So, Jeez! Yeah, Singing the or... anthem must—it turns my stomach to water. Like yeah, you I don't sing in the shower, I don't, yeah, I got you and sing the
1: anthem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that is a truly terrifying experience because you know, ordinarily on stage, you're sort of above everybody physically. Obviously, I'm referring to you not know, nothing more than that. But you can see everyone. Everyone's there in the middle of a rugby field. You're surrounded. You know, if you turn around, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> you don't know what they're thinking. You, you know, you can't make eye contact the way you can, you know, on a stage scenario.
2: An amazing, amazing experience. And let's be honest, we all get to that one part in the anthem, where we're going na 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 na, na. You can't do that when you're singing the anthem on the rugby field. No, you, can, you can't do that.
0: Quite right. <laughs>
1: I always find myself like pitching in the wrong place and then you kind of out, outshine yourself And you get to the end and you're like, there's no more higher for me than this. Um, such special, Absolutely. Such special South African moments that you're talking about. If you were to advise us, if you were to advise the people who are leading and guiding us, how do we not recreate those moments because that's not really possible, but how do we bring no. those things to life again? How do we bring them back into our narrative? Because I can't help but feel that in some ways we've lost our way.
0: Yeah, I hear you on that. Look, this pandemic has just smacked everything really, hasn't it? Um, But I do think something that's always struck me about South Africans, ever since I was conscious of these sorts of things, is that our self-esteem is so, so bad. And we really as a nation need to, not in a kind of, Pollyanna kind of fake way we need to start looking at the good and looking at the positive and realizing we're worthy and we deserve good things we we're so used to sort of feeling I think inadequate be it from the days during the days of apartheid where we were pariahs in the world and of course that we're part of the world now we still managed to retain that sense of inadequacy and I I wish all of us I wish we'd all just see what we actually have and who we are and play to our strengths. And it's difficult because, you know, we are surrounded by we're going through a particularly difficult time, mm. but you know, it's a complicated
2: country, but there's so yeah. much good. There's so much yeah, good. I mean, if we look at things like Mandela's release or a world cup, and then you look at what we're yeah. going through now, you know, a word that keeps popping into my brain is resilience. We are difficult. so resilient. And I mean, we may we not have the greatest self-esteem at times because we do have our work cut out for us, but man, yeah. we're we, we quite comfortable with being in the ring. Oh, I, I agree with you. I think we need to see that. We need to give ourselves
0: credit and, and realize, you know, we're here. We're not where we think we are. We're
1: actually,
0: you know, better off but, than we realize. Yeah,
1: I suppose a big part of if we if we take the individual and we blow it up into the collective, the country, it works in a similar way. So... As, as individuals, yeah. if we want to work on our self-esteem, uh, one of the most important places to start, of course, is the way that we, we talk about ourselves and the kind of conversations, exactly. our self-narrative, uh, our self-talk. And exactly. so I think as South Africans, we need to be quite careful in the way that we sometimes talk about our country, uh, inside of ourselves, and of course with other people also. Because yes, like everyone, okay. we have lots of challenges but at the same time, we are surrounded by so much incredibleness, whether that's in our human resources, uh, our natural resources, and our resilience, yes. our ability to keep, keep going in spite of, in spite of. Yeah, what Absolutely. are some of your most South, favorite South African thingies?
0: <laughs> thingies? Well, definitely yeah. our natural resources are one of my, fav- my, my, my favorite thingies. What I'm craving right now is a road trip. My friend Brandon is, is in our session.
1: <laughs> hey, Brandon. Hey, uh, Brandon. A road, a road hey, Brandon. trip with
0: <laughs> Brandon would be perfect, a road trip around, around South Africa. That's something. I, I'm not interested in going abroad. I just want to go and visit places in our beautiful country.
2: And um, so that I'm looking
0: forward
2: to. <laughs> I love that uh, Priya wrote on the chat group here that Penny Whistle is my ringtone. Such yeah. a vibe. <laughs> <I love laughs> her. That's my fantastic. Ringtone. <laughs> That's fantastic. Definitely fantastic. You know, it's a
0: deceptively difficult instrument to play. You know, it looks so simple, but it's all, it, it really depends on who's playing it in terms of the tone that comes out of it. Wow. You know, there's a, you can really get a really crappy tone out of it. I know because I've tried. So it takes a real expert <laughs> to get that re- really beautiful sweet Sweetness out of it.
2: I have to ask, you know, I assume that all aspects of the entertainment area can kind of be like a duck on water where everything kind of looks majestic from the waist up and underneath the water you're kicking like hell. Right. Take us back to at least one moment on stage where the wheels have started to fall off and you've just thought, hell's to the bells, bells, bells. I'm going to kick under the water here, but no one can see from the chest. (laughs) That
1: penny whistle. (laughs) Yeah, that penny whistle (laughs) is bombing out. Tell us what happens.
0: No, I mean, you're absolutely right. I'm still, to this day, super nervous every time I go on stage because, you know, you never know what it's going to be like. It's, it always depends on the audience. With Mango, there are 11 of us on stage, and we feed off each other's energy, which is a wonderful thing. It really sort of helps pull you out of your, any kind of panic. But, no, I've had some very ropey moments. I remember there was a time, I think it was one of our very big, our very first big outdoor concerts was the Rand Show. I'm talking about 1986, if you can believe mm-hmm. that. And I was wearing a strapless dress, and I put Uh-oh. my hands in the air. <laughs> I was starting to sort of move around more because I'd always been quite sort of still. And I decided, no, it's a big stage, it's a big audience. I need to start moving around. And what happens, of course, and it's being filmed. There are TV cameras. And next thing, the inevitable happens. My strapless dress sort of drops down, and I, do I created it very, very quickly. Nip slip. Basically, <laughs> a Man. little bit like that. Like oh, the poor cameraman. <laughs> Such a dirty look, as, as if it was his fault. The <laughs> and the, crowd, no, so that, that and the of,
1: crowd went wild.
0: Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, no one, no one
1: noticed. But I want, yeah. I want to, Anyone, if anyone from our from our, our group today wants to pop Claire a question, yeah, please feel free. I'm, I'm sure she's yes, so yes, happy yes, to yes. take any question. Well, I know
2: that, um, Moni is a huge fan. Hi, Mo. Uh, do you want to say how's it? Say hi to Claire. Hey, monique yes. I have oh, no
0: questions.
2: I just want to say.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Paul, and everybody else.
1: <laughs> oh, you're so well, welcome. You so much, love, Mom. Yeah. Thank Artie you. says, you yeah, I so enjoy love. watching my little kiddos dancing to mango groove tunes. Reminds me of how excited I was when I was young to listen and dance uh, to the wonderful music. So much love, Claire.
0: That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I love the fact that Mango's
2: music does seem to reach people of all ages.
1: Yeah. And I mean, Home Talk so is my athlete. mom's most
2: favorite. You know that Home Talk is my mom's most favorite album of all time.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. That's a serious compliment. Tell her thank you and send her my love. I oh, wish well, <laughs> her
1: love as well. Yeah, we've got a question here from Andrea. Uh, which high school did you go yes. to? I
0: went to Greenside High, just down the road from where I live now. So, yeah. It's a
2: good school, lovely school, lovely memories, actually. I want to ask you, I mean, it's actually more of a comment. You know, you said that you're nervous every time you go on stage. I've come to realize mm-hmm. that that means because you care. It is because you care. Absolutely. And it's you, you, you know about this as well. It's about
0: taking what you do seriously, but not. you mustn't take yourself seriously. And that's sometimes where I fall down. You know, you've got to take it seriously because you care. But at the same time, be light about it. Mm. you know it's 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 entertainment have fun and 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 it's contagious if you're having fun then it just flows from there for everyone else it's it really is contagious it's It's a good contagious not like coronavirus right
1: no please
2: (laughs) paulie you wanted to say something yeah
1: it seems like a great piece of of advice for all of us whether you're on the stage at the randberg show okay or you're on the stage of that is your life (laughs) That you we're going through yeah. and negotiating some pretty hard stuff at the moment. But every now and then you've got to step out of that and have fun and laugh a little and focus on the, the life, not to take it all so seriously all the time. You were telling us about a really funny story from your walk yesterday, <laughs> um, which seems oh, like a was, great moment. Yes,
0: it was a wonderful moment. So on my lovely walk with Cloudy the dog. And um, I was walking in the road because there were people on the pavement and I was trying to avoid them. Even though I was wearing my mask and everything. I get out of everyone's way. And it was one of those gates where there's a sort of metal wrought iron gate. And then beyond that is an actual door. And these were two builders who were going in or trying to come out. But the point is they got themselves stuck. So they were stuck in this little space between the door going into the actual <laughs> property and then the gate going out into the street. And I walked past just as they were knocking on the door tentatively going, um, I'm sorry, we've locked ourselves in or out or we've just locked ourselves. And I, I got hysterical. I said, oh, you're stuck. And they got hysterical with laughter. And there was a man across the road and he got hysterical with laughter. And it was such a nice moment. Even though we couldn't see each other's faces, we knew we were laughing. We knew we were smiling. <laughs> and it was just, it made my, made my day. It really just
2: cheered me up. Because let's face it, it's, it's a roller coaster right now, <laughs> emotionally. Mm. This message came through from Chantal saying um, my late mom blasted special star often. And she had the knack of dancing on our table. Such special memories. Thank you, Claire.
0: <laughs> uh, Aww, and then this please. one
2: says uh, Claire is one of the kindest and most gorgeous people. I call my friend shout out from Greenpoint. Love you, my darling. Claire um, wants to know songs- if there are any um, new songs or an album in the future. Definitely some new songs and
0: probably eventually an album and also some just general legacy projects, working on a musical and a possible documentary. There's quite a lot going on, but sort of behind the scenes stuff which is which is a good thing but um yeah you know you you sort of want to feel creative at this particular
2: time but it's you know you sort of have to dig very deep to be properly creative but we're, we're trying yeah i have to say at this point you said musical which reminds me of one thing and one thing only when i think of you and that is annie because i know it was the first part <laughs> and it's so do you remember how to sing tomorrow vaguely but I, I was Tessie the
1: Crybaby.
0: I never got to sing
1: tomorrow, you see.
0: What? So, Someone else sang no. what?
1: what? You so weren't
0: Annie.
1: Reverse. <laughs> who, who was Annie over you? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm were, so confused. There were, <laughs> there were three Annie's. It was a cast of, you know, of three groups of children because we toured the country for three months, which was amazing. Um, but no, I, <laughs> oh, I, I had fun doing that. That was, that was, that was really what got me going. Because I well, really wanted to wonder. segue
2: into singing The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow. The sun will come out tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <clears throat> a
0: little bit croaky here.
2: No, you go, girl. <laughs> no.
0: I don't want to assault your ears. Oh, dear. Is
2: that yeah. it? I, I would have sung for you. <laughs> oh, Jenny, go on. You could do it. <laughs> uh, what, you, you do it with me, though. I've actually yeah, done it. One, two, three. Better. Whoever knows it, turn your microphones on. Come, we all know the song oh, from Annie. is nodding.
1: If you want to ben, join us, yeah. If you want to join ben, us, join my call Come yeah. on. Tomorrow. tomorrow. tomorrow.
2: <laughs> Bet your body's <laughs> other <and> that tomorrow. <laughs> There'll, There'll be,
0: summer. be summer. <laughs> And a big
2: last day. That's great. Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> You're very good at this.
1: I think it'd <laughs> be a my, good theme song for now. Good your
0: album. <laughs>
1: Never. <laughs> My favorite line my favorite line from that song, of course, is I'll stick out my chin and yes, grin. And, and, and grin. And, and, <laughs> and so You're yeah. very good
0: with your lyrics, Paul. Uh, your I lyrics. think well lyrics are <laughs> such an
1: important part of a, a song. Words are are so important. Absolutely and I think right. on that right. note I wanted to kind of make an extension of what I was saying earlier, that the words that we we choose and the words that we hold on to are so important in the here and now. And so it's a takeaway from everyone today. Go and put on a a mango groove song and (laughs) listen to the words that pull you up and and hold on to them as some kind of affirmation or or mantra. You know, we've got to manually sometimes take control of our brain and our body and our soul and our life. And I think music and lyrics are just such an accessible way of, of doing that. So thank you for the words, Claire.
0: No, thank you. And but you're right. Music does change how you feel. You know, f- hopefully for the better. You know, you can sort of, as you say, re- sort of slightly rejig your brain with with a song. And yeah, I think that's. I feel so lucky to be in an industry where we do generally, you know, make people feel good.
2: Um, this one says, not a question, just a big thank you, care for being a moral compass to us all throughout the years and to this day. And wow. I echo that sentiment. I think. You know, regardless of whatever time we're going through, you can put a Mango Groove song on and you feel like home, wherever that may be, even sometimes just inside of yourself and, you know, managing your own headspace, your home is yourself. Um, It is the entry point from which we navigate. Um, So thank you for being a very, very special soundtrack to to all of our lives. We're all here today because we love you and uh, we care for you and you've lifted us up and may we continue (laughs) to lift you up.
0: Well, I, I was about to say thank you because I have to thank South Africans, for being so supportive of Mango Groove for 35 years. Um, and that means the world. It, it does give me the strength to sort of, to dream still, to feel
1: to feel there's something to build from. And,
0: you know, yeah, makes me feel very very
1: warm and, and, and happy. I love conversations that come full circle. We've come back to the word where we started, and that is possibility. And so <laughs> possibility. let's get... Yeah, possibility, and so let's step absolute. into that possibility and choose the right words. Claire, it's been an absolute joy to have you on Thank the Kindest so. Hand Podcast today, and it's been an absolute joy to have the whole studio audience with us. We, Woo!
0: Yeah, oh, we yes. just, you're amazing, we guys so, are
1: amazing. Uh, we so look forward to our time, and we'll see you again. Next week, oh, okay, I love you and um, go well. And just know that you're never alone. And if ever you need um,
2: a yes. hug or a virtual high five or whatever, it is you know, find Paul and I. We're here for you.
1: Yeah, take care, guys, and we'll chat to you next week. Thanks, so bye.
2: Good. Love bye, you guys. All. Bye.
1: You've been listening to Kindness Can, the
0: podcast. Find out more at kindnesscan.co.za.